poetry lovers. This Father's Day, give the gift of poetry with Father versus Sons, a moving, funny, and richly illustrated book from the iconic Beat Generation author Herbert Gold and his twin sons. Father versus Sons, a correspondence in poems. Jane Hirschfield, author most recently of Ledger, a book of poems, and also of two books on the craft of poetry, Nine Gates and Ten Windows. I'm honored to be the guest editor of Poem A Day for the month of April, and I so hope you enjoyed today's offering, brought to you by the Academy of American Poets. This is Kate Daniels reading Gertrude in the Rooms. Sometimes I still think of Gertrude and all her privacies, of the tenuous sheen of her thin gray hair and the sculptural elegant way she piled it high up on her head. Even now, typing these simple words, vividly she returns, conjuring the images that made her real transcending the withered anonymities of elderly citizens one passes in the street without even noticing a whole life is walking by. Gertrude's agony seemed different from ours, older, well-thumbed, polite, and buckled to her person like a well-fitting garment. Ours, untamed, sharp-edged and shouting, hungry infant railing in a crib, not noiseless and ancient like hers, nor glamorous as a hologram of anguish, flickering and glittering with broken fragments of captured light, which lit her up inside her grief and made her glow. Surely she could not be as fragile as she looked, carrying that weight. We craved the object lesson of her tragedy thinking it would teach us how to transcend our sobbing corporeal essences that grieved us so and held us back as we kept on searching for the sure way out, the red door marked exit that Gertrude, we assumed, had passed through long before. If you're lucky, she once said, elliptically and apropos of nothing specific, it will bring you to your knees, speaking so softly we could barely even hear her. Her legs crossed at the ankles, arranged off-center, cotillion style of the debutante she once had been. Her vein-swollen, bony hand gestured midpoint of her chest, as if something still lodged there that had never broken free. The rest of us felt shocked then, or I did anyway, perceiving the torment still living inside her that we thought she had conquered. The mystery was how someone insignificant and ordinary as Gertrude had redistributed that weight and reoriented the magnetic poles that for us always defaulted to agony. She had been our hero icon of a victory that could one day be ours if we learned to live as Gertrude lived, elegant and stoical, 
silencing our constant clamoring for relief. But now, here she was, testifying to victory or defeat. We could not tell. And that fucked us up. Oracular and eternal was what we'd thought she was, in possession of the answer. Instead, her image and her words, it will bring you to your knees, turned us back into ourselves, where the suffering was, and the mystery, and offered no answer but the hard shock of our knees knocking against the earth, and the prickling burn of blood breaking its barrier of skin and starting to flow. About this poem. For the past few years, I've been writing poems uh, about the experience of recovery from drug and alcohol addiction. The setting of some of these poems is in the rooms, to use a common phrase heard at meetings of 12-step support groups. Um, I'm particularly interested in the psychology of Al-Anon, which is composed of the family members and friends of people with substance use disorder, those who are not addicts themselves, but who are often drawn into the destructive cycles of drug and alcohol addiction by their close and loving ties to someone who is struggling to get clean and sober. Gertrude in the Rooms is one of those poems. Day is the original daily poetry series featuring new work by today's poets. Produced by the Academy of American Poets, this free digital series is made possible by you, our readers and listeners. Learn more about Poem A Day, and if you can, please consider supporting this work by visiting poets.org give.